1: FM to get started. Hey everybody, in this episode of the Riverdale After Show, we're breaking down Season 4, Episode 3, Chapter 66, Dog Day Afternoon. Archie plays Vigilante, Betty plays Hostage, no, hostage Negotiator, and Edgar plays Rocket Scientist. Were any of these successful? We'll tell you next.
0: I'm Maria Menounos,
1: and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, the buzz <laughs> Oh, it's the Riverdale After Show right here on AfterBuzz TV. Get in your rocket and fly away. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome to the Riverdale After Show, bringing down all the craziness that happens in Riverdale on a weekly basis. I'm Frank Moran.
0: And I'm Katie Wolski guys. What is up?
1: Look at that. And then, you know what? Making us look good and sound even better, Jonathan in the booth.
0: What's Woo-hoo. up?
1: Yes. Uh, folks, as always, like us on Facebook, give us five stars on iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and everybody hop in the chat. Katie's got her computer up and running. It's I got it ready running. for
0: you guys. And you're
1: already reading the chat, the oh. comments coming through.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm loving all the comments. Keep it coming, guys.
1: <laughs> so we'll be breaking down this episode in detail. Uh, we'll do a little bit of news and gossip at the end of it. I think we have time for a prediction or two. But uh, Katie, before we break it down in its entirety, mm. overall, what did you think of the episode?
0: Overall, I feel a little bit fulfilled um, now that we know how the farm kind of, I guess, ended, maybe, possibly, question mark there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, <laughs> I don't, you know what, I feel like overall in Riverdale, like, storylines end with a whimper.
0: Right. Yeah, you know,
1: like the farm was built up to be this thing, and then it. this is the ending we kind of right. get for
0: it. It was very anticlimactic. Yeah. Like, like, what was that? All right. All right.
1: <laughs> exactly. Uh, but I, you know, and I will talk about this throughout this episode. I loved that Edgar's plan was to build a rocket. He's going to build a rocket to fly away.
0: <laughs> I just love how, like, like I don't know. I don't know if I could, like, I could just imagine them filming this scene and then just like, yeah, he's in a rocket, like, just trying not to laugh while saying the line. <laughs>
1: I mean, at no point did we ever see him kind of dabbling in any sort of kind of aeronautics or yeah. aerospace stuff at all last season, even though we didn't see him too much. But it wasn't like he was more interested, as everybody was saying, about harvesting organs. Right. We never Quit saw him. Funny. Yeah. We never saw him like – maybe even like a picture in the background of like a like a ro- a rocket taking off right. from was NASA Was he like or an
0: enthusiast? Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Plus, where is he going in his rocket? <laughs> <laughs> I, what was he planning? <laughs> is he just going to fly out of Riverdale and land in another city? Or is he trying to go to a different planet? Where is he going in this rocket? <laughs> I,
1: what I What I love <laughs> is that you know you've succeeded as a cult leader. When you can tell everybody that you're going to leave in a rocket and everybody's like, Yeah, you are. You sure are, buddy.
0: (laughs) We'll get on the bus.
1: (laughs) We know you can do it, buddy. We know you can. Uh, But that's jumping ahead uh, because there's going to be plenty of hot rocket talk. Yes, I cannot wait. I know either. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, we start off with uh, Archie and Mad Dog. They want to start to change the uh, the boxing gym into a community center.
0: I love that. Finally, like I feel like there's a little bit of a purpose for Archie.
1: It seemed like that was a struggle throughout the episode, I guess, as always. Archie gets an idea in his head, Mm -hmm. and, you know, sometimes the way he tries to solve that idea can be very dumb, uh, but he also has uh, sometimes a challenge of trying to convince people that you should believe in my point of view.
0: Yeah. I mean, most of the time, Archie does come out on top, so even with his dumb ideas, like (laughs) going against the thugs by himself, like the vigilante that he is... (sighs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> Man, or, uh, you know there are. I mean, I guess, I guess you got to still play into that he's a teenager. He's going into his senior year, so he's not fully figured out his life yet. So, okay. while he can show maturity in some ways, where he can talk mad doubt, mag dog out of laying a beat down on all these thugs, uh, he can say like, "Hey, I could, I want to focus on the community center, really make an impact in Riverdale, invest in Riverdale." Mm-hmm. He can also be the guy that when he gets really kind of angry.
0: Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. line. what you just talked Mad Dog down from.
1: Yeah. Uh, but the first step, and of course, if you're trying to start a community center, you need to have money to renovate. Right. You got to bring it up to code. Mm-hmm. Got to get a new restroom. That costs money. Yeah. Uh, so they all decide, thanks to Veronica, to have a car wash.
0: That car wash. (laughs) Thank you, Riverdale. (laughs) There were some comments earlier that I think a lot of people were excited about the car wash. Maybe it didn't last as long as everyone wanted it to. (laughs) I felt already from the
1: top that i Because uh, Veronica says, like, holy cow, we've got four good-looking guys here. I know what we can do. Cut to the car wash. So we see Reggie. We see Mad Dog. We see Archie. Shirt's off. Kevin, who's been labeled as hot, just sitting there in his polo. Shirt on. Yeah. Captain Kevin Cash,
0: take your shirt off, Nick. We want to see it. Come on. <laughs> hey, what was that? Why? Why
1: isn't Kevin, you know, showing off the stuff? Right. Come on, buddy.
0: Kevin, we don't care if you have abs.
1: Yeah, no doubt. You know, and I, it was a bummer that Reggie. You know, it was great to see him shirtless as always. You know, I mean, since all the way back from season two when he did the red hood, <laughs> red oh hood video. Uh, but uh, he has that sign up in front of him a lot.
0: Yeah. Um, I didn't get to see his washboard abs, and I'm a little upset about
1: it. You know, I mean, they could have made me think, like, hey, you know what? He had a, you know, maybe a cheat day the day before – you know, he kind of, you know, overindulge. I
0: follow him on Instagram, yeah, he Charles yeah. He's in shape. <laughs>
1: I'm sure he is, but maybe he, he overindulged in a little pizza. He wasn't quite feeling like quite picture ready. So he goes, can I just keep the sign up?
0: <laughs> can I just hold this? Yeah, I'll just hold the sign up. <laughs> you
1: know, I'm, I didn't get a chance to really kind of, uh, you know, hit the gym, get some cardio. Oh, uh, restrict- that
0: was your thought. Yeah, that's yeah, like going to restrict my process. water, you
1: know. They really get that skin tight uh, abs look. Right. So what okay. can I do? Yeah. No, right. But I'm sure on any other day, you know, given a, you know a day or two to prepare, he would have been ripped and shredded and ready to go. That's my thought. That's my inner head is what is explaining why Reggie <laughs> held that billboard. Thank you, up for Frank, so long.
0: because we need someone to explain why there was a sign in front of his abs, and I don't have a good reason.
1: <laughs> uh, sadly enough, you know, I've never participated in a car wash. Have you?
0: Um, no, no. Nope. I've washed my own car, but never of like a fundraising car wash. No.
1: Neither, are I. So, I mean, I, I have to think better yet, or Veronica, or when they get four hundred dollars. I mean, I guess that's an average turnout. I, would I suppose. I feel like
0: that's pretty good because car washes are like what five to ten dollars if you're getting. Plus, yeah. it's like for charity fundraising. So, I don't know. I guess it kind of depends. But I think that's a decent amount, plus Riverdale is a small town.
1: That's true. I mean, so you figure that's maybe 40 cars that they washed.
0: Yeah. it's a lot of work. Yeah.
1: (laughs) You know, I mean, I guess you can't do that every day. So how are you going to get to what Archie needs, which is $40,000 to do all the renovations that they need?
0: Yeah, that's a lot.
1: So now... uh, Not even
0: close.
1: (laughs) Not even close. So, I mean, the other way is that, hey, you know what? You know who's loaded in Riverdale? Who's got money to burn? And that's the lodges. I
0: was going to say, Iron Lodge.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and Veronica? I mean, that's tough. Do you... Because that's, that's what Mary's quandary is. Is like, do you get tied up with the lodges and take this money because it's not... You really haven't earned it. You're just taking it from somebody else. Right. Do you see it as that?
0: Um... No. <laughs> just because I feel like Kim and Veronica have been through so much and you know, they're in a relationship. They love each other. They've Fought tooth and nail, gone through a lot. So I don't think him taking the money from her is bad. But I do understand where, you know, it's like a pride thing, and I don't think he wants to take the money from her.
1: Because I understand, like, taking the money, say, from Hiram, if he came over and said, hey, I'm out of jail, which he can do pretty easy, and I'm going to give you $40,000, I would feel like there are many strings attached.
0: Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Don't take them from Hiram. No.
1: (laughs) But I don't think Veronica, you know, she's, you know, stepped so far, made conscious conscious decisions to not be like the rest of her family.
0: Right. Right. And I feel like that's why maybe she's overcompensating. I feel like this episode with how much she's trying to always help everyone out. She gave Betty those eggs, which were worth lots of money that she did not have to do.
1: Glamourge eggs. Glamourge. I mean, I guess you you can't say (laughs) Faberge. They can't say Faberge. So I guess that's Riverdale spin. Another glamourge
0: eggs.
1: (laughs) Sure. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, as we mentioned, when Alice doesn't really buy into Archie's dream, he gets so fed up that he decides to uh, take his anger out on the very men that are harassing Mad Dog's younger brother, as well as many other kids. Mm-hmm. Dodger, who kind of goes to the arcade, uh, recruits kids, kind of threatens them to do what he wants, say, rob homes, whatever. Which uh, is
0: disgusting. Yeah. Picks up kids at the arcade. And makes them do his dirty work.
1: So <laughs> Archie decides to just put on a bandana and a and a sweatshirt with a hood.
0: Right, probably no shirt underneath because we know Archie's style.
1: There you go. <laughs> Takes the bat and shows up at the arcade with Dodger and four of her, four of his other buddies. Right. Uh, you know, I, and I have to because I saw the, the shot. So they all come up and it says it's five on one. Archie says, "I like those odds." And then it looked like one of the other guys hit Archie. Right. Or did Archie take? I thought no, it was,
0: I think Archie took the first swing.
1: Okay. Yeah. Because then we see the next morning that Archie's Archie took all five of those
0: guys. Right, he's completely. I don't like. He didn't even have a scrape.
1: Yeah, a little bruise, a little little oh. welt on the on the right. uh, side of his it's face. Maybe
0: one one person got a punch in, probably.
1: But five guys. And don't they
0: have guns? I,
1: I would think so. Like
0: they're thugs.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Archie. <laughs> Here's where it is like, Archie feels convinced that it's all taken care of. Nobody's going to come back and bother him about this.
0: Right. And he took money from them. Yeah. So he took a bag of money uh, from drug dealers or plus more probably. But I feel like that's never a good idea. Take money from criminals. They always want their money back.
1: Yeah. I I feel like much like Archie thinks he's solved the problem with a one-time solution and it turns out it's not going to be. Because I, I can't imagine that you're going to introduce Dodger like this and then just kind of wipe him away.
0: Right. Be like, okay, now we're done with that.
1: Yeah. That was it. Way he to just, go,
0: Archie. <laughs> a,
1: Dodger left town. He was so sad. Uh, and and I do like they, they got all this bag this bag of uh, dirty money and Mad Dog says, hey, you know, we got to clean this first. Mm-hmm. Mad Dog knows how the world works. Right. But asks, uh, <laughs> can your uh-huh. girlfriend okay. up clean us?
0: She does know the criminal world very well. Mm. But even she says to get rid of the money.
1: I would – you know, why why, why keep it? It just seems like that is just – Archie should know. Somebody who, who spent time in juvie, yeah, that's not a great place to be. So anything you can do to not increase your chances of getting in there, maybe is a smarter thing to do.
0: Yeah, and like aren't you trying to turn around and help the community – can't really do that if you're uh, taking this dirty money.
1: What do you think of the odds? Uh, because it seems like by the end of the episode, Archie's ready to, like, all right, Veronica, I'll take your help. Yeah. Take your money. Do you think Archie's just thrown away that money, burned that money? Or do you think he's got it stashed away somewhere and that sometime this season he's going to go, like, I, I'm going to have to break into this dirty stash?
0: Oh, he definitely kept the money. <laughs> <laughs> I would not put it past him. Um, yeah, no, it's probably locked somewhere safe, and it definitely will come back up later on, I think.
1: I, uh, what about you?
0: I feel like you,
1: you can't introduce that without it being some way to kind of bite you, whether it's Dodger, the Dirty Money, both. I feel like you've set those up as two things that we got to see payoffs with
0: time. Right, and then his mom came in and was like, I can turn this into a nonprofit. So he basically doesn't need that money anymore. But I bet he will hold on to it, yeah, for a safe keep.
1: Well, and we do find out that Archie does have some money of his own because and, or Mary and Fred set him up with a college fund.
0: Yes, and he was very shocked by that. I don't know why he was so shocked. Don't parents do that?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, they should, but, you know, then again, I can see why Archie was like, yeah, but I'm kind of a dum-dum sometimes. And <laughs> I fought a bear in the woods.
0: Is That's that- <laughs> true. He also did just fight five people yeah. so is that
1: really a place should i go to college i have <laughs> no idea but he feels like he can make it on a football scholarship
0: yeah so he doesn't want his family's help maybe yeah. is that what we're saying
1: i mean i would i mean if i was married i'd be like yeah let's just let's keep this money just for college because i don't think you're gonna make it on a football scholarship archie you know, maybe if there was a boxing scholarship, he might have a better shot. I don't know about about football. I don't know.
0: Uh, Mercenary X eighty four says, "One step forward, a million steps backwards for Archie."
1: You know, I mean, I like this impassioned plea about like he wants. Well, nobody else might believe in Riverdale, especially when Mary says, "You know, this is a, a horrible town that's sinking all the time. Mm-hmm. The crime is terrible. Things, bad things happen all the time." And Archie says, "He, it's not going to be like like you and quit and move to Chicago. I'm going to be like Dad." And stay here and invest in Riverdale.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, we both of us have moved from our hometowns.
0: Yes, out here.
1: Yeah. So you know, rather than uh, do you think that's a, a, a lesser choice to to move elsewhere to pursue something, or should we have made the the Archie choice, stayed in our respective hometowns and invested there?
0: No, you know, I think it's different for everyone. Um, me personally, I just. Wanted to leave. I don't know. I always wanted to leave. I knew it before I went to high school. I knew it when I went to college. I didn't move until after, but I don't know. I always just had something in me that didn't want to stay. And luckily for me, I have great parents. And even now, they always say, you can always come home, whatever happens. Like, you know, your family's always there for you. So I don't know. I mean, I know lots of people who have stayed home in my hometown, and they love it, and they're thriving. And, yeah, so I think it's just it's a personal choice. What about you? How do you feel about leaving?
1: I Yeah, I much like you, I wanted to get out of there as quickly as possible. So, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, yeah, I took a year off through college and, and stayed in, in Florida and worked at Disney World for a year. Oh, my God, so, that's yes. awesome. <laughs> so, I mean, it's like I, re- I was already itching to, to do other stuff than just stay in my Yeah. Hometown. Uh, but uh, like you, I have friends that stay there, and they seem to have very happy lives, so I, mm-hmm. I can't discount their choices. Right. But I just know, at least for me personally, I think I would have felt restricted.
0: Yes, same. So it's, I guess, all about what maybe you want to do in life.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, certainly pursuing stuff like this, there are other places, other markets you can mm-hmm. be in and do stuff.
0: Different climates. I really did not like my climate.
1: Nope, nope. <laughs> I would agree. Winters are the pits. <laughs>
0: We're getting real over here. Yeah, That's right.
1: Yes. No. 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 I, I. I. I never need to see snow again. That's it. Uh, all right. I want to ask you. What are your feelings about Stonewall Prep?
0: Stonewall Prep. Um. Gosh, it's it's like a worse Riverdale. I think everyone's a little bit more stuck up, prissy. They're all know it alls. You know. I feel like the top people from everyone's class is just put together.
1: I mean, it's interesting because I, I feel like it's everybody, for the most part, kind of seeding way to Brett. He seems to be right. the, the king the king there. Of the school. Because uh, as he's described by another student there, Donna, he's a diplomat.
0: Parents <laughs> I love that word. <laughs>
1: yeah, parents are diplomats, and he feels like he can do anything. He's got immunity. He can do anything he wants.
0: But I feel like that's very true. Um, usually... I feel like characters or even people in real life who have parents in power or hold a lot of power, they do get away with a lot. Cuz they have access to all those resources.
1: True, but I also find like is that also a fault of the parents? That the parents should teach them accountability? Oh
0: yeah, definitely.
1: And I mean, and I think there are <laughs> examples of people in those positions that do show their children yeah, accountability. Yeah, it's not every
0: single person. Yes.
1: You can't pay with the big broad. Brush. Sorry, yeah,
0: we're not. No, nope, yes. no, nope, we're not doing that here. Oh, <laughs> you
1: prep school kids! Uh, get that silver spoon out of you your suck. mouth.
0: Suck. Just <laughs> no. kidding. No, we love you. <laughs> uh, but Brett, just you know, like in movies, TVs, there's always that sort of character yeah. that you know he has a lot of money or status, and he. That character tends to get away with a lot more. And also, yes, instill fear into other people.
1: True. And it can go one of two ways. One, he can pretty much just stay the same and he just gets his comeuppance at the end. Mm -hmm. Or something happens to him where he finally realizes the error of his ways, Mm -hmm. turns his life around, and helps the underdogs achieve something. Uh, Which way do you think Riverdale might go? Or would they maybe even go some other direction that we aren't even anticipating?
0: Um. I think he's gonna get what's coming to him. I feel like that's a Riverdale style.
1: No redemption for a young Brett.
0: No, oh, no, yeah. I, all right, no, I'm good with it.
1: <laughs> uh, we what do- about you, man? You know, uh, it's uh, you know I have to with, with, sometimes Riverdale will come in with the archetypes of mm-hmm. these characters. Brett being one of those kind of the preppy preppy jerk archetype that you're. I I mean, I'd like to see them kind of defy expectations or kind of, you know, just zig when we all think they're going to zag. Not go with the
0: status quo.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd like to see a little something different. So I'm hoping that Jughead or that uh, Riverdale will surprise us.
0: Right. Real quick, though. um, External Shockwave 3 says, my prediction is Jughead kills Brett, and that's why Betty, Archie, and Veronica burned his clothes and beanie. Oh, man. Look at you. How are we feeling about that? External Shockwave just wants blood. I know. That was... That came from, I don't, I was even thinking about that.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I mean, you know, who knows? I mean, Jughead showed some restraint so far this episode.
0: Yeah, he doesn't seem like Brett's getting to him too much.
1: Yeah, because you know, it, as he's told, is more psychological warfare. It's not going to be mm-hmm. violence. Uh, you know, and Jughead has shown examples of being able to outthink people. Right. Uh, as well as you know he's not, he's, he i mean his, his usual go to isn't necessarily violence he no. will get the people together if need be
0: yeah but, but him taking on people alone usually is not his style
1: yes I, no hopefully mm-hmm. uh, cuz I, I do like him well, I mean, because you see the scene where they're in the seminar, and they're all getting a chance to critique each other's stories. Mm-hmm. And, as, and I feel like everybody's doing like the, oh, Brett, man, you're the greatest writer we've ever seen. Right. Holy cow, Shakespeare. Oh, man. Kick him out. You're at <laughs> to now. on you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Jughead does like the false kind of like, oh, yeah, it was good. Just, you know, because he doesn't want to ruffle any feathers. Right. But when really directly asked, he shares how he really thinks. Yeah. And you can see Brett not used to getting any sort of criticism and just immediately starts thinking of the most petty attacks and responses that he can give Jughead.
0: Yeah. It's childish and kind of sad that he can't take any criticism. But I know, obviously, coming from the one person in the room that you dislike the most, probably you know, doesn't hit him quite right.
1: Yes. Uh, I did like – because the challenge after that is Mr. Chipping says, all right, I'm going to give you all the same beginning of a a mystery story with the ending gone and your challenge is to each write your own ending Mm -hmm. in any style that you want to show that there are different ways to end a story. Right. And they'll all vote on which one they think is the best. And I did like that they didn't make it continue on where Brett's the last and Jughead's the best – that they both blow it, and instead yeah. it's Donna that comes out on top.
0: Love that girl. Girl power. <laughs> Way to go, Donna.
1: But I actually <laughs> was surprised because at seeing Jughead and Brett fail, I thought for sure at the end of the episode when we see retaliation uh, brought out that uh, poor Moose, who had nothing to do with it, is the target of that. I thought it was going to be Donna. Something was going to happen with Donna on that.
0: Really? I definitely thought that he would dig up something on – Jughead just because you know he's the one. I feel like Moose really I, I just don't get why he went down that out like that pathway.
1: I mean and we yeah, kind of jumped about that because, because uh, his he gets a reunion of sorts Jughead does yeah. with uh, an old Riverdale pal and that's Moose who started over Stonewall Prep after everything that happened last season.
0: Right, but I mean Brett didn't know that so he had to have just done cuz they're all they're roommates. They're all roommates. So, he must have just dug dug up dirt and found out that they went to high school together before this. I,
1: I, I mean, I'd have to ma- imagine it's not. Wouldn't be that hard, I mean, right? Because especially when if you're the roommate of two other people, and as you're coming to the door, you hear the other two saying, "And Brett can never know." <laughs> <laughs> then you're like,
0: "Hey, something's up. I'm Maybe like, oh, I hey, Brett. <laughs> what <are> you do <laughs> oh, nothing. I'm just meeting the roommate. Hi." <laughs>
1: Yeah, I guess we like maybe I should just take a look, see into this guy's past,
0: see what's up. Okay, I guess you're right. I didn't. Memeing me, I'm like, oh, he didn't hear a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, way to go, guys! You did a good job.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, you guys were totally pulled it off. I totally believe that. Uh, and we we do see that uh, Muso to try to uh, distance himself from his past life is going by Marmaduke.
0: Hmm. Interesting name.
1: So give me, a, if you had to choose between Moose or Marmaduke, which one would you choose?
0: Moose. I don't, I know. It's not like Monroe and Mad Dog. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like Marmaduke. <laughs>
1: All right. Uh, so, yeah, you know, and at the end, well, basically what Brett does to retaliate is that he takes Moose's past with his dad getting uh, arrested for possibly yeah. being the Gargoyle King there's the newspaper clippings all on the halls of Stonewall Prep, and everybody's looking at it. I mean, I, I guess high school can be a very savage place, mm-hmm. but it's also like it's not. Moose didn't do anything. I mean, yeah. it was his dad. I mean, I, not you would think that people would recognize the difference, but
0: it's teenagers, and they don't really care.
1: There's just something that they're hot new gossip.
0: Right, it's just someone to be like, oh my god, what? Okay, like, let's not talk to him anymore. Plus, I feel like the way to get to Jughead is through his friends and family. Maybe not so much himself, because I feel like he can handle a lot. But when I think you're hurting the people around him, that's what really ticks him off. Because, right, like, Moose had nothing to do with it, so why is he being dragged into this?
1: I I think I feel like I'm going to get tired of... Uh... Jughead says something, or uh, menacing, or just like stands up to Brett, and then it always cuts to Brett, and he's kind of got like that (laughs) look on his face. We saw it when he stood up to him was during the the end of the murder mystery, and he's going by the time like, oh boy. And we saw it last episode when he did his thing about Moby Dick. I'm like, all right, (laughs) I I get it. (laughs) I I get it, Brett. It's
0: just so true,
1: though. (laughs) Oh oh, boy. All right.
0: He's like, I hate you. Like, that's what I feel like is going to come out of his mouth.
1: <laughs> uh, you, but you know what, Katie? One thing that's never going to come out of either one of our mouths.
0: Never. Is, what? Is that we
1: hate any of our listeners. We love them.
0: We love our listeners. And, you know, guys, we love you so much that before we move on to our next topic, we just wanted to thank you guys for being the best fans and for helping us be the ESPN of TV Talk. So for us to continue to grow, we could use your guys' help. So if you are on YouTube right now, please hit that thumbs up and subscribe. And don't forget to leave us a comment. Obviously, I love reading the chat. Love hearing all your guys' thoughts. Um, but no matter where you are, you can always get involved in the conversation. So um, being a part of After Buzz TV means a lot to me and Frank, obviously. And we truly do appreciate you guys supporting us. So be sure to check out all the other shows, okay? Because I know you guys will love others. I love them. Frank?
1: I absolutely adore (laughs) them.
0: All right. And don't forget to tell your friends and keep enjoying our shows.
1: That's true. You know, I, each, I have my long sleeves on right now, but I'm, I'm working on a big tattoo sleeve of everybody that I do a show with. that will get their face tattooed. So <laughs> Katie's going to get uh, just permanently put on one of my one of my arms. Thank right. you. That's going to be so exciting.
0: I can't wait. I've never been tattooed before on someone. <laughs> uh,
1: this is exciting. That's right. Uh, you know, one place you could get a prison a tattoo is in prison if you wanted to.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah.
1: And uh, we got our boy Hiram Lodge. Who uh, is a resident there in the Riverdale Penitentiary? There, but as we find this episode, that you know, just because he goes to that, <laughs> that prison doesn't mean he has to stay in that prison.
0: No, why do you have to stay in your prison cell? I, yeah, I guess
1: if you own the prison, you you even if you're arrested and supposed to be there, you can come and go as you want.
0: Yeah, basically, uh, I was shocked. I did not think. Um, even though he does own the prison, I guess that thought just never came to my mind, you know. Um, I guess it's just kind of for show. Um, and if I was Veronica, I would be very nervous.
1: What I think is interesting, though, is that, okay, so Hiram is in the prison. Mm-hmm. And we've seen him there in other episodes where he's, you know, lifting some weights and then he's reading Jughead's obituary for uh, for Fred. Right. Uh, so I can imagine that when he wants to step out, he goes back to his cell, and I guess there's like he's got a little closet there or some drawers with some nice clothes, <laughs> and he puts on his like his his, his going out clothes or so just mm-hmm. something kind of comfortable, casual.
0: Right? Yeah, not too much. Yeah. just not a jumpsuit, not a red jumpsuit. He oh, yeah, had a nice
1: like you know like a little cardigan sweater with the kind of deep V to show that off, mm-hmm. and then he just walks out. Goes to where he wants to go, and then he comes back, and then he just takes off his clothes and puts back on the uh, the prison prison grays, blues, oranges. I don't know what to call them.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think they're an orange. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he gets uh, – I'm
1: <laughs> like, all right, where where is he keeping all these clothes?
0: I I would think that he probably has a locker somewhere just in the facility. So when they let him out, he just – Pops right on over, changes, leaves, comes back in, changes, get back in his cell.
1: Yeah, but I got to admit, like, where are you? It's pretty limited where you can go. You can go to his home. But, like, anywhere yeah. else in Riverdale, people are going to like, are you supposed to be in <laughs> prison? <laughs> where, where? <laughs> How'd you get here? <laughs> and you look so nice. What's going on? Uh, we do see that he sneaks out. And he's got a beef with the Veronica. Yeah. Because Veronica wants to change well, her name.
0: Yeah. Well, he did throw her under the bus so their relationship is just so confusing um, but I feel like at the end of the day he wouldn't do anything you know like he like she would still be alive I guess I would say that like I don't think he'd ever let anything that terrible happen to her but yeah I guess I mean it's really interesting to know that he basically did the same thing to his father
1: what was interesting about that though is because even last season when we got back into the uh, all, the, all the parents back in high school for the mm-hmm. Griffin and Gargoyle stuff, everybody referred to Hiram as Hiram Lodge. Right. Well, so he was already set up as that, you know, junior, senior year of high school for them. So when did he decide to change his name?
0: Right. Well, I mean, I guess it's sort of the same time around when Veronica changed her name. She just changed her name, and it's senior year.
1: Yeah. I mean, I— because you know what I I have I know somebody at work who changed their name. They went from uh, Liz to Ellie. They decided to change yeah. change her name, and it always seemed weird to me. And So there are people that still like, no, I'm just going to keep calling her Liz. Don't you
0: have to be like 18 to change your name? I don't know the rules. Don't quote me. But no, I, this
1: I, is a quote. This is a quote. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody asks you, uh, I heard it from Katie at the River <laughs> After Show.
0: Well, <laughs> you can try. <laughs> Um, I just feel like there there should be some age constituent for changing your legal name.
1: Yeah, because I would think, especially anybody that knew him, which it seemed like all the parents from Riverdale have known Hiram even before when he used to be Jaime Luna. Right. You would think that all of them would still call him by that name, especially as a way to kind of get under his skin. And we've never once heard this name.
0: Well, also, well... I feel like now though he does kind of instill fear even to his old high school buddies. Clearly he has connections, money, can walk in and out of prison. So what holds him back?
1: That's true. I mean, but I also feel like do you mention some do you mention a grandfather or a father of Veronica's grandfather mm-hmm. without that coming back to the show at the end of the year. Because by the end of the episode she goes, Hey, you know what? All right, I'm not gonna take my mom's maiden name. I'm gonna take your original name and I'm gonna be Veronica Luna.
0: Um that was kind of badass.
1: That was <laughs> but I also feel like it's setting up to see the grandfather come into town.
0: Right. Yes. Um maybe grandparents.
1: That's true. We That'd have be yeah. interesting. Yeah. I want to see the original Lunas. How yes. terrible that they were.
0: I know. Do they still even live in Riverdale? Questions.
1: Yeah that's I feel like no, because I feel like Veronica would have.
0: no, Yeah, seen them, met with them.
1: Although she never knew that, though, so they couldn't be around Riverdale, I would think.
0: That's be- true. Or he could have just kept them a secret from her.
1: Yeah. I mean, you could say, yeah, oh, my parents died a long time ago, but they're still in yeah. some other town going by Luna or maybe even Riverdale. <laughs> right. That's true. You're just like, yeah, yeah, I want nothing to do. You could still I be mean, in the I mean, they town. might
0: not know that they even have a granddaughter. This is a storyline, Riverdale, that we don't, we don't know about.
1: <laughs> that's true I, I would feel like even if you were in the same town and you were still estranged from your son or daughter and then if they're that much of a popular figure you would probably figure out that they've that's got true. they've got some kid especially when he threw her under the, <laughs> the bus so <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Right in the newspaper yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> she's got uh, you know changing your names like gonna help you wash away those sins Right.
0: <laughs> okay well, let her try yeah let her try
1: <laughs> Uh, uh, but, uh, a brief little sidebar here onto, uh, Cheryl and Tony. We get a little bit in Thistle House where we get, uh, mm-hmm. we get to meet <laughs> our night nurse Deacon or Darius. Sorry. Our night nurse who, uh, Darius. Yeah, God love him.
0: He was, his time was brief. <laughs> I mean, applause to Riverdale for really just finding the cream of the crop for these little cameos and all the other stars in the show (laughs) they really do find good-looking people
1: well (laughs) we get two interesting pieces out of there one at the beginning of the episode where they hear nana blossom scream she's standing in front of a fireplace and says that she saw the triplets burning okay i have a thought about that what is your thought go for it
0: i feel like maybe we have the same thought Oh, let's see um her and jason have a have a sibling. There
1: we go. Dad. All right. Yes.
0: Uh, who is it? Do you have thoughts on that? I
1: I wonder if it's, it's somebody that we've met yet. Because I feel like we... It's got to be somebody coming from out of town. Kind of like uh, her right. uncle did. Also redhead. Yep.
0: Um, I did have a quick thought about um, Edgar's little wife for a quick second. Cause oh, she's Evelyn. Evelyn, because yeah. she's redheaded. Um... But I don't know. I mean, I don't really see that. I guess I was just looking for a redhead in the, in the show. I'm, but you're right. I feel like maybe they'll just come from the outside.
1: I feel like, and of course, they'll probably be up to no good. And then we'll see how what happens with them in the course of the season. Like, anybody that comes into Riverdale is never, like, a good person. It's always just, they're just some creep that comes in. Some creep. It just causes some problems and they got to get the boot. Uh, so, yeah, we see that. But then we also finally see someone else come across Jason.
0: Finally, I was wondering how long. I mean, I guess it didn't take that long, but I was wondering when. I mean, because Tony's there all the time. Like, if I was Tony, I would have gone down there already. Especially when Cheryl was like, "You're never allowed down there." Like, we. I'm just gonna go check it out. <laughs> yes.
1: And I'm trying to get my my hand. You know, not that I'm a, a mortician, right? You know, nor do I play one on TV. He's scared. Yeah. Uh, but Jason has been dead for several years.
0: He looks pretty good.
1: And even being embalmed and whatnot, there's still going to be some decomposition.
0: The smell, right. Yeah.
1: You know, I, I would think that, that he would not look as good as he does after several years.
0: Yeah. I don't know. He still kind of terrifies me.
1: But, <laughs> yeah. uh, but he's got a rat coming out of his belly.
0: Yeah, that was disgusting. Oh, and, my gosh.
1: <laughs> and, I mean, and how? All right, Kitty. I'm going to just ask you.
0: Okay. You're
1: involved with somebody. It's a really good, loving relationship. Mm-hmm. And then one day you come down and you see that they have the body of their twin sibling in, mm-hmm. in the basement. Right, yeah. Uh, you know, post-rat coming out of its belly.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, try to stitch them up. Yeah.
1: Do you <laughs> do you stick with that person? Do you try to at least understand what's going on? Or do you, like, say, I'm out and just take off?
0: You know, I would like to think that I would stay and at least hear them out. <laughs> okay. just because i'm curious okay i want to know why you kept your sibling down here Mm -hmm. that's right yeah i mean wouldn't you want to know you've been with someone for so long you love them you know you've been through a lot with them i definitely would i wouldn't say give them the benefit of the doubt but at least have the opportunity to explain and then maybe i'd run (laughs) all right because i don't really know if there's a good excuse
1: I I, I don't know if there's really anything they could say to me. Like you're right, I was being foolish. Yeah,
0: this is fine.
1: I love you. I'm here. Um, (laughs) uh, We also have our last Mm storyline dealing with Betty, Charles, Edgar. Oh my god!
0: I've been waiting for this.
1: Uh, part of mine is going to be uh, segueing into my Riverdale rant.
0: Okay, me uh, too.
1: So, uh, Oh, great. So then why don't we just dive into the Riverdale Let's rants? Let's
0: just dive into Riverdale Let's do rants, it. guys.
1: Katie, kick us off, please. <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> all right. So we are going to talk about Riverdale rants where we talk about the things that really grinded our gears on the show that we just need to hash out. Um, all right, I'm going to start it off with... The way Edgar died. <laughs> yes. Very anticlimactic. I was expecting some something way better, something a little bit more of a send off, not just a quick showdown um, by his rocket. Also, what's up with his getup? Just like Evil Knievel? Just what's up with the Evil Knievel yeah. getup? What's going on? His name was even stitched <laughs> into his outfit. Yes. Yes!
1: It's the best! It is the best. Uh, This storyline just drove me crazy. Uh, My Riverdale rant is that, once again, you've got to make our four protagonists, anytime they're involved in a story, somehow they've got to be the one that's the linchpin to everything. Right. So, You're telling me that over all these other FBI agents, her own brother being one of them, that it's going to be Betty that's going to take matters in her own hands, get the money from Veronica, get the fake passports from Tony, get the bus from school. (laughs) Steal the bus. Yeah, I guess go to Pops and get some food and water for everybody and just roll up on her own without any sort of backup, without letting her brother or anyone else know that she's doing this, roll up to this hotel and, and try to save the day, which goes poorly and I'm going to double down with you on Edgar's death. Horrible.
0: Horrible. I mean,
1: one, we get to see Egger channeling uh, Chris Hemsworth from Bad Times at the El Royale, where yeah. he's got the shirt, and right. he's got the nice deep V Wait, on the... What
0: was that close-up shot on the stairway? <laughs> yeah, that was definitely... I was like, ooh, we about to get a chase? What's going on? <laughs> yeah,
1: because he's wearing something totally different. He's wearing like a black, something black. So by the time that Alice makes her way up to the rooftop, he is... shut it (laughs) off and he's wearing his evil Knievel suit but if you're gonna set up that this man has built a rocket and he's gonna escape while Evelyn drives the bus with all the farmies off a cliff I want to see Edgar launch this rocket you can't just show this rocket and not launch it I know it's not going to work, but that's a better ending to see this guy. I was be, say, be
0: So I was confident. Say, did you, <laughs> you see the rocket? <laughs> was not a good rocket. No, sorry to laugh, but you know it wasn't
1: going to work. But you want to see it fail. You want to see him be like, "I'm leaving," and then just fail miserably and crash down, and, and that's it. That's the ending you want to see for him.
0: I'm leaving.
1: <laughs> I was like. I, that's what I wanted and, and the fact that the show did not give that to us instead of just doing we do not even actually see him get shot it's all we hear the no. double shots downstairs while right. Betty's coming up bang the stairs bang. and then we just see Edgar laying there I'm like come on we no way the
0: action
1: oh, Riverdale I mean you give us all this other stuff and yet you won't deliver when you set up the perfect thing come on guys Come on.
0: (laughs) And that was our rant. (laughs) Yes.
1: Uh, Folks, we've got just a couple minutes left, and I know Katie has been scouring the news desk for all these hot Riverdale items. What do we got?
0: All right. So, uh, to start things off, Camila Mendez... Took a little visit to a late-night show, Stephen Colbert, uh, Tuesday night last night. And on the show, Colbert asked her about her audition for Riverdale. And she actually said that the day she went in for her first audition, she she was very frantic. She was 30 minutes late. It was raining. Her hair was a mess. She was a mess. Um, Although casting did like her, they asked her for a callback. Um, They told her to be more glossier, told her to gloss it up. Um, They said here at Riverdale, we're very glossy, lipsticks, cheeks. So Mendez went back home, uh, studied some makeup videos from the YouTube, and she got her glow on, went back for her call. And she, obviously, she got the part.
1: Yeah. I mean, I say she described it on the show like she got that lookboard because like she came right out of the womb.
0: Yes. <laughs> Which right was out of the womb, glowing. Yes. Fresh as a baby. <laughs> <laughs> but it's always fun to see them on late night shows. And also, according to Deadline, we are going to be seeing a new cast member on the show, and he's going to be. Archie's uncle so Fred Andrews little brother um, he's gonna be played by Ryan Robbins and he is going to be Frank Andrews and he is a blue-collar former high school football store star sorry he's tough brash and charming but he does have a temper um, he lived in the shadow of Fred so uh, as a result um, he probably has a little resentment and Frank is joining um, oh no I'm sorry he is searching for his own identity now that he is no longer under his big brother's shadow so we will see what happens with his character in the coming seasons
1: Uh, would you possibly see any possible attraction between him and Mary
0: oh definitely did you see Ryan Robbins picture
1: (laughs) I'm attracted to him, and I'm just right over here. I don't know. Are you guys yes.
0: attracted to
1: him? what? Hot dog. <laughs> uh, Katie, as we get ready to wrap up here, give me one super hot prediction.
0: Okay, my prediction. Evelyn is going to come back for some vengeance. She's not just going to let her mans go down like that.
1: Mm, all right. Uh, I mean, i got to go with the, the dumbhead Archie thing. I think he, you know, his stupid Dodger thing. We haven't seen the last of Dodger. Dodger's going to rear his ugly head again. Yeah. Way to go, Archie!
0: Way to go, Archie!
1: And please, somebody, I, <laughs> I, I predict uh, FP has impounded that rocket, and we're going to see it blast off sometime. Oh my! <laughs> this season,
0: I hope, <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, folks. That's going to do it for this episode of the Riverdale After Show. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, like us on Facebook, give us a five stars on iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and thank you everybody for hopping into the chat and sharing your thoughts. But if you want to stay in touch with either Kitty or myself even after the show's over. Katie, where can they find
0: you? All right, guys. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Katie Walski underscore.
1: Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Jackie. Thank you to Jonathan and Booth for making the show run so smoothly. Yes. Folks, we'll see you back here next Wednesday night for an all-new episode of the Riverdale After Show right here on AfterBuzz TV.